0: Geek news. So, Marvel shared his first promo look video at Agave Darkhold Diaries and uh, I just kind of feel like it's just unnecessary. I kind of feel like if it's going to lead somewhere, fair enough. But I kind of feel like is it going to lead to Wanda coming back into the MCU or what? Is you know because I kind of feel like obviously Wanda's in that you know parallel universe or whatever at the moment. But I know that. One or both of her sons are supposed to be in this Dark Old Diaries, and I kind of feel like, you yeah, I can almost get on board with that. Catherine Haynes, she's cool as Agatha, don't get me wrong, but I kind of feel like it's just a bit indulgent. I kind of feel like, like I said, I've said previously that I kind of feel like maybe the Marvel cinematic universes need some sort of an enema like DC tend to do, and I kind of feel like. If you're going to do it, just do it. You know, don't just bring out stuff like this, Echo, and stuff like that. I kind of feel like, ugh. we have got other things that you could be doing. I'd much rather watch another Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Even Hawkeye I thought was good. I get that Echo was in Hawkeye, but she was kind of just a secondary character in it. You know, focus on Daredevil. You know, you had some actual you know Netflix Marvel shows that actually were pretty decent Jessica Jones bring her back you know do we have to go into you know a witch that no one's really ever that bothered about <laughs> do you know what I mean I kind of feel like ah it's not doing it for me I it ugh, just doesn't really need to happen I kind of feel like it worked in Division and yeah, in the promo video, she was like, who stays in on a Friday night to watch something like this with her family? We were all in lockdown. We had no choice other than to be at home. That's why everyone stayed in on a Friday, because we were in lockdown. They obviously didn't have high hopes for WandaVision, because they put three episodes out to begin with. That's because the first, it takes you three episodes to get into any kind of, like, oh, something's not quite right here. Like, the first episode was just weird does make me wonder if they're going to go you know, episodes out for this you know what I mean, as many episodes as possible or are they going to go, oh you know what We're, we've got so much faith in it, one episode at a time I, ah, I just can't see it doing much next up Aquaman they they keep bringing out featurettes and stuff like that and I kind of feel like it's, it's look I'm looking forward to Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom much more than Agatha but I kind of feel like... What's the point? It's like... You know... It's a... It's, it's in a dying universe. I kind of feel like... They're not keeping Jason Momoa around for Aquaman 3. They're literally just... You know, that's it. Done. They're, they're starting over. I kind of feel like... You've gone to all this effort to make this... Hopefully, what is going to be a really good film. Because I liked the first film. It was okay. Do you know what I mean? But, you know... One thing you've got to say about it is that cinematically, Atlantis and the underwater scenes were pretty decent in it. And the Lost Kingdom and all that stuff and all the stuff underwater, it's just a new take on what everything that they can do with it. And I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it It was It was already in trouble with all the Amber Heard stuff. And then it's just kind of like, meh they've you know we know that yeah you know, like the universe is dead we know that you know has been recast they've got rid of affleck i'll that you know said she was back in but apparently not Do you know what i mean and they're only keeping out of the cinematic universe what like three people or something john cena what peacemaker they've keeping what um uh, viola davis's um uh, Amanda Waller, and then they're keeping Blue Beetle, yeah, that Zolo, whatever his name is, so I just kind of feel like it, just what was the point in this film? I just kind of feel like, what a waste of money for DC, they, they've like wasted money on something that just wasn't necessary and, and it's just, and it's a shame because it actually looks like it might be a pretty decent film, what I am hoping about the film is though that, you know you know, in, in the trailer that I've watched, yeah, in the trailers that I've watched for it, Amber Hair doesn't seem to turn up that often in it, which makes me think, are they doing that to get you to watch it and then go, ha, ah, she's in loads of the film, or have they gone, you know, we need to start pulling out some of these, do you know what I mean? We need to start, you know, siphoning back her kind of role within the film because I kind of feel like she's bad for business at the moment. Next up, we have Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon Part 1, Child of Fire. They seem to be putting out a load of featurettes about it. load of posters. Netflix are going all out to try and make it you know, as good as possible. It comes out on, what is it, the 22nd of December? So it's it's one of them that, yeah, realistically, it's coming out to Netflix. You know you're going to be able to watch it. You know, It saves having to go to the pictures for it, I suppose. And I kind of feel like that's half my problem with some of these films. Especially when they put them out around Christmas. There's no way I'm getting to them. Whereas if it's on at home, I can put it on at any point. Um, I like the idea of this being you know, inspired by films like Star Wars, um, Seven Samurai, that Dozen, Magnificent Seven. I kind of feel like, hopefully, Zack Snyder. I kind of feel like when you think of Zack Snyder, I always think of Watchmen, Man of Steel, and what I love about Man of Steel is I love the alien world. I love the way that he, you know, envisioned it, and it come across. I love the way Krypton looked. And looking at some of this, you're getting all of that, but on a much bigger scale. I kind of feel like it's about time that someone actually just let, you know, Zack Snyder cut loose a little bit and actually get across what he wanted to get across. Um, But. No, it does look pretty decent, and even the promo posters look really cool for it, do you know what I mean? I kind of feel like, what, you've got Charlie Hunnam, uh, various other people in it, do you know what I mean? Michael Michael Um uh, they all look pretty cool in it, so I kind of feel like I'm definitely willing to give this a go, and I, it looks pretty cool, so... Out of the what is it? The three that are the three trailers that I've talked about, or three promos, featurettes that I've talked about up to now. This is the only one that I'm bothered about. Do you know what I mean? So I kind of feel like you know I am looking forward to you know Zack Snyder's new newest project, Rebel Moon. Up next, we're back on the Fantastic Four rumor mill. So. We have chillian Murphy, who is apparently in the running for, uh, actually, top of the top spot to be Doctor Doom in the movie. So, I feel like this would be a good casting. I kind of feel like, I know that he's making films like Oppenheimer and stuff like that, but I kind of feel like, you know, he tried to, he tried to be Batman back in the day, do you know what I mean? Obviously, that didn't work out for him and he ended up being the Scarecrow, but I kind of feel like he obviously wants to be within the universe, and I kind of feel like this villain is a lot more mainstream than Scarecrow was he's a lot more of a big bad and I kind of feel like with all the stuff with Kang going to hell yeah with Jonathan Majors in his personal life I kind of feel like realistically they need someone in there that is going to do a decent job of it and I get that he's been in a lot of things in the past but I kind of feel like I'm brought back to you know yeah like older actors like Alan Rickman and stuff like that who didn't end up getting their their biggest break until later on and i kind of feel like i'm not saying that he's not big now but i kind of feel like doing something like this could make him into uh, yeah like yeah comic book you know history kind of thing i kind of feel like yeah definitely for it i kind of feel like you've had other people in there like Ryan Gosling Josh Hartnett, Ralph Fiennes uh, or Ray Fiennes even Jason Clarke yeah I, 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 who knows, I kind of feel like they're all about trying to pick Doom, they're picking Galactus at the moment, all this, Yeah, I'm just like, pick someone and be done with it, I kind of feel like we need to know where we are with Kang at the moment though, because Kang at the moment, it's so up in the air, Yeah, I heard something the other day, I don't know whether it's true or not, it's that um, uh, Jonathan Major's contract says that he's the only one who can play a variant of Kang, so I'm like, it's not like they can even change him if that's the case, so I kind of feel like they either need to pay him his money and just let him be gone kind of thing or they need to change it up completely and just be done with it because I kind of feel like we as fans need to know where the universe is going now before you know we all lose interest altogether because I kind of feel like realistically the Marvel universe needs to do something about itself at this point and sort it out. Next week, I'll be giving some news from um, MCM Birmingham and telling you what I thought was good about it and what was what was not so good. Um, see you next week.